Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the Fanime Brothers podcast. I'm your co-host, Rick. And I'm Jerry. And today we are continuing the fairy tale uh, miniseries we have going on with our podcast. Finally, um, yes. <laughs> yes, finally. It's been a, a good three or four episodes since we did the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, are, we are close to the end. We will not finish it off today, but we will get pretty much to the end. Uh, so yes. there'll be one more after this. Uh, yes. For sure. Um, for the sake of com- for the sake of being complete, right? Because we yeah. could we want to talk about everything in enough detail that we're doing it justice. Because it is a good show. We really loved watching it, and we want to go yeah. in as de- much detail as we can. And we didn't want to condense it all into one long podcast and bore the shit out of everyone. You know. Yeah, I, I just feel we would lose the. It'd be too long. Yeah, way too long. Um, I, I do want to apologize for uh, this. Uh, today is Saturday, so we did not record on Tuesday. Um, we just got really busy and there will be some times that we cannot record on Tuesday and release on Wednesday. So, but we will, we promise we still will make the podcast and we still will release it. Mm-hmm. Just sometimes we might be off schedule, but yes, uh, but we're, we're going to try to stick to the Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday release schedule. It, it yeah. won't happen all the time. Unfortunately, we're busy doing stuff, but we're going to try life. to keep it as often as we can on, on just, the Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Just life. Um, yeah. But uh, I really don't, I really just want to jump into it. The only thing I have, the only two things I have to say. One, next podcast that we're going to record will not be the fairy tale just because there's tons of news and I'm not going to go over it this week. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go besides one thing uh, just because it's going to take up too much time. So the one piece of news I do have just because of how popular the show is, Attack on Titan, final season, trailer did drop, uh, I believe last week or a couple days ago. It's been, it's been several days, but trailer did drop. We will leave it in the description, and it will premiere on December the seventh on Funimation and Crunchyroll. Ooh. So for all of those Attack on Titan fans, I need to do my cat. I need to catch up. But uh, yes, it's finally happening. The final mm-hmm. season. So watch the trailer. Get hyped. We're like yes. less than two months. Or a little bit more than two months away from the start date. So will the final season be Christmas themed? Uh, definitely <laughs> not. I can <laughs> definitely not unless okay. unless like blood and and gore and and death is Christmas then uh Christmas cheer death. well red man red that's that's true. True. alien blood would be green so that's true but um okay. yeah so that's the only piece of news for this week the rest we're gonna have to push it for next week or for next podcast um yeah and so I just want to open up again uh if you have not listened to the other fairy tale podcasts um you should start off with those and then come to this one and mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of spoilers we're going to go this is 100 percent spoiler like yes tons all the way so um yeah if you have not watched fairy tale or you haven't gotten to these arcs you might want to you know come back to this podcast once you watch fairy tale or if you just don't care about spoilers that's up to you uh, i hate spoilers so i would you know come back later but I just want to give you that warning, mm-hmm. but yeah. So let's start. Let's. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a little bit longer than normal today, just because there's a lot. Yes. But we left off. Um, we were starting Tenro Island, which is to me at least for fairy tale like that's like the middle of, of everything. Like that's yes. like the middle part. And I, 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 yeah, it's like the middle part. Um, mm-hmm. and I repeated myself three times, but it's okay. So, yeah, it's kind of that's 
after what comes after yeah. Tenor Island becomes a second part of the show. Yeah. It's the midpoint of the entire series. And so, yeah, this arc I think is, and I think that's why they do like the whole, um, the whole time skip thing, because I think it, it gives you, it, it lets everyone else kind of catch up a little bit to where our main group is, you know, yeah, in power mm-hmm. and like in ability to wield their, um, uh, their magic, I guess. So, Let's start the Tenro Island yeah. arc. So the the way I, I structured it different from the previous episodes, I will mm-hmm. say, um, just to, I want to try it out with this one. Though all I I you know it's been a while since I've seen it, so I went Same. I read the entire synopsis of each arc. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna cover four today, and mm-hmm. I there you know I was having the tendency of putting like the main points and then sub points, but I literally you know limited myself to just the main points. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember some things in between, so I will say them, but yeah, I'm going to try it out to see how it works, but yeah, let's start. So Tenro Island. Okay. I would say, I don't know. To me, it was, it, it's either like number two, in my favorite art mm-hmm. or number one. I don't know. It's up there. It's really, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but so what is Tenro Island arc about? It is actually a competition, uh, between mm-hmm the fairy tale uh members mm-hmm. to see who's going to become the next s rank wizard i know yes. we are we have loxis mira jane urza um Gildarts. Gildarts. yeah so this is a, a new one uh, they're trying mm-hmm. to find only one new one yeah. and tenro island for fairy tales considered holy ground uh, yes. so that's why they they go to the island mm-hmm. to um compete mm-hmm. there um and- yeah, and it seems like they do it every year, right? They have the every year they have the the S rank trials is what they call it or whatever. It's like to to whoever completes it, and every just because they have it doesn't mean that somebody will complete it. The last couple of times, no one has finished it, so they haven't had a new S rank wizard in a while, as far as I yeah. understand. Yeah. yeah, and so the people that do compete are Natsu Gray, um. Lucy, Kana, yep. uh, Levy, mm-hmm. who else? Uh, Mest, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's it. I might be missing some, but I'm going to check What's right now. What's his name? Uh, Steel Dragon. Gajio? Uh, Gajio. Does he compete in it? No, because he, he, no, remember they have to team up, and so he, he ends up teaming up with Levy. That's right. He had to, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Juvia. Juvia is also in there. Yes. Yeah, so um, she te- she teams up with Lucy, right? No, she doesn't. Lucy teams up with Kana. No, no, right. no, no. No, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Hold on, give me who, uh, let me look it up. Okay, okay. Because I remember, um, yeah, like I said, we like we said before, we it's been a little while since we've actually watched it. I was kind of uh, going through and and like over going over it, but I know, uh, I'm pretty sure. She teams up with somebody. It may okay, not have been I, Lucy. I have it here. So, um, right here it says, "I'm trying to find." Okay, here. So it's the I'm I'm gonna say the people and their partner just to save time, but it's okay. not too unhappy. So obviously not too. Obviously, one yeah. Gray and Loki. Gray's competing. Yeah. Juvia and Lizana. Lizana, that's who it is. Yeah. Okay. But Juvia's competing, so Lizana's yes. her partner. Yeah. Elfman and Evergreen. Yep, so Elfman's competing. Evergreen's a partner. Kana and Lucy. So yes, mm-hmm. they were together. And it's Kana 
Oh, so then Lucy isn't participating. It's Kano. No, yeah. Lucy was not. Yeah, Kana was yeah. the one that was participating. Yeah. Freed and Bixlow. And Freed is the one competing. Yeah. And then Levy and Gaggio. Levy's competing. Mm-hmm. Mest and Wendy. So Mest is competing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, basically, they, they start off. Got to race off the boat. Mm-hmm. Um get to the island and there's different pathways and so they all choose different paths um and natsu is trying to get to a certain way to reach urza because he wants to fight her and uh, this is the second point i put he ends up fighting he ends up finding the <laughs> probably the worst opponent he could find yeah he ends up Gildarts. fighting Gildarts. Yeah. yeah and so he fights Gildarts, and Gildarts mm-hmm. is just too strong for natsu and in case yeah, and in case we haven't talked about it, Gildarts is the most powerful wizard in um, Fairy Tale. Yep, he's um, literally the strongest. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Natsu ends up losing to Gildarts, um, and actually, and Natsu thought he was going to fail because he didn't pass, but mm-hmm. Gildart ends up passing him because. He wanted not to, to learn a valuable lesson that uh, you won't be able to defeat everybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you will, you know, you will, like he wanted to teach him fear and how sometimes fear helps you become a better person, yeah. helps mm-hmm. you like advance and stuff. So yeah, that's, um, not to end up losing, but he learns a valuable lesson. 100%. Um, yeah. So, um, of course, other people are on there as well. Uh, I, I believe um i don't remember who runs into urza i believe it might be juvia and um yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah juvia, juvia and 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 what's her name uh Lizana. and they Lizana. lose yeah they can't they do it like bad like not yeah, you know because urza's a beast, yeah, urza's <laughs> a beast. and so um yeah so everybody they, they finish some people are, are eliminated from the first part and um, you find out that somebody else is on the island. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, the legendary black wizard himself, Zeref, is on the island. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but uh, before, he, before the whole thing start, started at the beginning of the mm-hmm. arc, he's, you, know, you see a little glimpse of him, and he's walking around. He's saying, I can't wait to see you, Natsu. So um, the second task starts and they need to find the grave of the first guildmaster mavis that's yes. the task so in the process of it zaref ends up running into natsu mm-hmm. who also it's like zaref runs into um two other members and then they he like kind of runs into them with along mm-hmm. with zaref and zaref has this like curse on him where everything around him dies yeah so um he he sees Natsu and he's very grateful to see Natsu. He starts to cry. So mm-hmm. we're questioning like why? What yeah. is his relation with Natsu? Like what's going on? Does he know Natsu? Why is he crying? You've mm-hmm. never seen Natsu meet Zeref before, so it's interesting. And and um, Natsu clearly doesn't know who Zeref is. Has no idea who he is. Absolutely no clue. Yeah. Um and so Zeref, I think, gets upset and he releases like a, a blast from that, mm-hmm. from what I remember. And so it almost kills the two fairy tale members that he's with. Natsu ends up like pushing him out of the way and it mm-hmm. hits Natsu, but his what ends up happening is his scarf ends up turning like black. Yes, yeah. it was white and then like it turns black. I don't know if it saved him or not, but yeah, um, it's not clear as to what, but obviously that the scarf absorbed that magic for some reason. Yeah, so you think Natsu died, but he didn't, he's still alive. 
Thankfully. Um, yeah, thankfully. <laughs> and then um, on top of that, just to make matters worse, I wouldn't really say Zeref is like the the real problem here. The problem is that a dark guild by the name of Grimoire Heart, who is led by the former, he's the second fairy tale guild master because Makarov is the third. Yes. Um, his name was Precht, but now he is Hades. Mm-hmm. He is a him. So the Dark Guild, Grimoire Heart, led by him, is attacking Tenro Island. Yes. Um, which causes the competition to get canceled. Uh, actually, yes. Urza, Urza finds out, and so she takes out this special flare gun and shoots it mm-hmm. in the air to kind of say, like, competition's canceled. We're being attacked. We got to, you know, face this problem ahead of us. Yeah. Um, so um, they're a very strong guild. Yeah. A lot of the fairy tale members are having a lot of trouble fighting them mm-hmm. but i will definitely say um the one fight for me at least that or there was two fights that really stood out the first one is um like i said there's there's one there's a there's a member called jackal and he's like all over the place he runs yeah. really fast and mm-hmm. he's one of those that like he's just like a pain in like he's just a pain yeah uh, they, he's really hard to take down but the one fight for me at least and to me, it's kind of important that I, I, I know I which one you're gonna say. <laughs> uh, is Natsu versus Zankro? Yeah, is that that's the one? pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It, well, so yeah, go for it. No, oh, so I was gonna say okay, before we do that, I would say we. I want to talk about a little bit about the fight that happens between Markarov and Hades, because oh, that's how yeah. because that's yeah. how you find out that yeah. Hades is prepped, right? Because you don't know about any of this because the whole zero, the zero arc doesn't happen until after this. That's almost the end. And the the zero arc is the arc that explains the beginnings of fairy tale. Yeah. And it's important to know who all these people are and where, like how this all lines up. Um, And I'm glad that they did that, that they did the zero arc to tell you about Mavis and how, how, fairy tale was formed and all yeah. of that stuff but since we don't know anything about the beginning of fairy tale yet um you don't know who this guy is you're just like oh well he seems evil right and then you know markaroff yeah markaroff's all huge and he like he's gonna grab this thing and then he you know uh, or keep going, keep going well he yeah he uses he uses uh what's it called the fairy law fairy law which is his most powerful move and it does nothing it gets canceled. It gets canceled out. And you're like, what? Because, uh, and I, when I read it, I was like, no way. That's, I don't know. To me, I was like, that's kind of lazy. But yeah, uh, it was canceled because uh, Hades, I'm going to call him Hades now. Yeah. Hades used his Grimoire Law. So it yes. canceled Microsoft. I'm like, oh my gosh, Grimoire Law. Yeah. Come on. Like, and Hades basically, his power, he's got a weird power, but he dabbles in some like, forbidden magic and that's where he gets his power from in this from some and it's kind of not really explained but he's yeah. really powerful because of this forbidden magic basically yeah and yeah i mean i had read it i just didn't put it in here but yes it that it wasn't until then that he activated grimoire uh, law mm-hmm. that um makarov d- realized oh it's prepped and uh, that's when he kind of, and it kind of makes sense too because the guild masters know all the secrets to fairy tale, mm-hmm. so that's how they knew how to get there. That's how they knew what they were, you know. It yes. wasn't like a surprise. It literally was someone that was in fairy tale and knew everything about it mm-hmm. and had the um, information to find this, you know, what's yeah. going on. So he like, yeah, and and the way the, yeah, I mean, did we, yeah, okay, yeah, 
And so, yeah, they're a very strong guild. Like, Fairy mm-hmm. Tail does not, like, they, you know, it's not an easy fight for any of them. Mm-hmm. And um, as mentioned before, Natsu has one of his first fights. His name's a person named Zankro. Mm-hmm. So basically, with this, this, I love this fight because it's basically a dragon versus a god. Yeah. Because Natsu's a dragon slayer, a fire dragon slayer, and Zankro is a god slayer. He's a yeah. fire god slayer. So that's when you start. This is the first time they ever introduce something as a as a god slayer. Yeah. So you're like, oh, that's cool. And Zankro's fire is like a black fire. Mm-hmm. So Natsu can't absorb. He can't eat it. Like he doesn't. Nope. And like him and Makarov kind of helps him as well. They struggle. Like Natsu, like has a hard like, time. A hard time. Yeah. Finally, eventually, uh, you know, Natsu's. I don't. I think he because he depletes all his fire. Something is able to eat the black fire, and he's able yeah. to like get a huge power up, and he beats Zankro. Yeah, but uh, it makes him sick, doesn't it? I don't remember. I think it does, I feel- but. But right. I feel like yeah, he de- he had to deplete his power all the way to be able mm-hmm. to take in some black fire, and it made him strong. But I feel like it did something to him a little bit, like, it, or maybe maybe give, not. Him, a, maybe give yeah. him the run or something. Maybe give know. him the cho- the chorro. Yeah, that was a bad joke. Un poquito chorrito. Yeah, but um, yeah, and one of the big things for Natsu was he was fighting with uh, with Makarov, and I think Makarov got like severely burned, and I think like he. Mm-hmm. He thought he died, and so, or so he was going to sacrifice himself, so not to. Yeah. Like, have, in the Power words up. of in the words of a uh, of Black Clover, mm-hmm. push past his limits. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's one of the big fights. Um, and then through the fights, you discover why Grimoire Heart is there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, to no surprise, or maybe to surprise, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. He's there because they want Zeref. That guild is there because Zeref is on the island, and they want to capture him and use him to start a new era mm-hmm. to, and get rid of all the non-magic users. Yes. Yes. So, but they think the, the one thing that's weird that isn't that, that, that you find out a little bit later on in the same arc is that they think that they need to reawaken him, mm-hmm. but they don't. It's all a lie. It was a fairy tale. No pun intended. Well, pun intended. Yes. <laughs> the, the, that's, that was made up that he doesn't need to be reawakened. He's, always powerful it's just he's like in control of his power and then i don't know but that's something i felt like was interesting and so prect is thinking or hades is thinking like okay well we need to reawaken Zeref, the dark lord and mm-hmm. you know they have no idea he never fell asleep yeah he's never been no those he's just been hanging out he's just been hanging out on tenra yeah, island apparently around, just chilling yeah because before the arc starts there is uh, like they show the island and they show him and you don't know yeah. it's all out of context and you're like well what the heck was that about who is that guy you don't mm-hmm. know Th- that's when he like uh that's when he says like i can't wait to see you not yes and that's when you're like what's going on like what yeah and then, why? And then the tenor island starts yes so now it kind of all adds up mm-hmm. you kind of the, the puzzle's kind of together now um but that's why they're there that's why grandma heart is there at the island to attack yes um so you also find out why Kana is there in the first, or Kana. Yeah, Kana, yeah. First, yeah Kana. Kana's there in the first place because she wants to meet Gildarts. And so the, the, the beginning of this whole arc focuses around Kana, right? Yeah. And in the very beginning of the arc, it, it's like, okay, there's this, but this is the kind of the side arc that's going on. And, and Kana, it shows Kana as a little kid and that she's kind of always been around the guild and you're not sure why. Um, but 
very early in the in the arc, she basically comes out to Lucy and says, "Hey, okay, don't tell anybody, but this is a major spoiler. But Gildarts is my dad." And everybody's yeah. like, "What?" And Lucy's like, "What?" But mm. Gildarts doesn't know because Gildarts is a player and yeah. didn't know he had a child uh, because mm. uh, Kana's mom didn't tell him mm-hmm. uh, for many reasons. But because um, Gildarts is kind of always on the on the road, like he's he, um, he's he is working, he was working on this hundred year quest that didn't pan out. But um, he's always on the road. He's always kind of doing missions, basically. And so Kana wants, like the her, the side arc is that Kana basically wants to become an S ranked wizard to show that she is worthy of her father, right? And so she can tell her father, "Hey, I'm your daughter." And for her to feel, for him to be proud of her, right? Because that's what she thinks. Like she thinks that he's not going to be proud of me. Like why would he be proud of me? I've always been here. I'm a mediocre wizard, you know. Um, and she's got one of the coolest powers in that she's like a tarot mage. Like she's got like card powers, yeah. and it's really cool. Like they, her power is very extensive. What she can do with those with the cards is really cool. She can tell fortunes. She can do all kinds of cool stuff. But yeah, so that's like that's kind of the side arc that's going on going. Uh, that's happening during the main arc, which is like, you know, Grimoire hearts attacking and Zeref and all the stuff, you know? Yeah. And so she's like really dead set on finding the, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the grave of Mavis. Yeah. Oh, and uh, also not to mention she has failed it twice already. So she's competed oh, in this, in the S rank wizard trial twice. So if you do it, you, oh, you can only compete in it three times. If you fail the third time, you cannot ever do it again. So, so I didn't read that. Yeah, I remember that because she talks about it a lot, and she's like, "This is my last chance to prove to my dad that I'm worthy, you know, of being his daughter." And so she's like, "It's it's basically do or die for her." Yeah, and and it's and I I really liked this side arc of this Mm -hmm. because it didn't feel like oh it's just this tacked on thing. It really felt like you felt her emotion, like you feel her as a character, like. Oh man, like you feel bad. Like you're like, well, how could she never have told him? And she just doesn't feel like she's good enough to be his daughter. And like, I don't know, yeah. it's weird. And it's it's like, I mean, we're not it's, it's, it's parents sad. or anything, but it's sad. Like you can feel yeah. his, you can feel like, man, I, you know, like you feel the the strain. You feel for her. You feel mm-hmm. for her. Um, yeah. So it it this arc does kind of have a big uh importance for uh in regards to Khan. Uh, Kane, Kana, yeah, Kana, and, um, Kana, and uh, <laughs> he finds the grave, and she ends up talking to the first master, uh, but kind of like like a spirit of hers, mm-hmm. and she gives her the ability called fairy glitter, one of the three legendary like fairy abilities, the, mm-hmm. the fairy tale guild abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really go into detail with every single fight because there's just so many fights that happen. Uh, throughout the arc that it would take forever yeah um but there is one another fight and it does relate to uh it does tie into the fact that natsu fought guild arts and that kana wants to uh you know prove herself to guild arts mm-hmm. um they end up there was they had a mage called blue note and he mm-hmm. kind of had like gravity magic and that like he was like a monster like just a straight up yeah monster, he was like, he was obviously their strongest wizard other than yeah Brent. And and Hades didn't want him to fight because he thought like you know if he fights like that's it like yeah they, they have no chance yeah. and 
slowly but surely, Fairy Tail starts giving them a fight. Mm-hmm. They start losing members. Blue Note gets, and I didn't write this in my notes, but I just want to say it, you know. Uh, Blue Note ends up getting frustrated. He's like, I'm going to go in the fight. And he jumps in. And he ends up fighting, I believe, Natsu, Lucy, Happy. Um, who else? He fights a good amount of the fairy tale uh, mm-hmm. guild, and uh, and they all get like demolished—not demolished, but they get like they get defeated bad, like not yeah, too pre- pretty easily. Them. Yeah, yeah. And so Kana comes in and uses she comes in and she actually uses fairy glitter, and uh, they were all like, "Oh my gosh, that's crazy!" But I don't, from I remember, it, I don't think it does much. No, it doesn't do much to him because uh-huh. of because his power is just resistant to it. Yeah. And so this is kind of, at least for Natsu, like as Gildart told him, you're going to find people that you might not be able to beat. And you're going to be kind of in this position where, you know, mm-hmm. you have this fear and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. You know, Push so, past your limits. Exactly. Wrong in enemy. The, in the <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, and so lo and behold, Gildart shows up. And ends up fighting Blue Note. So, and, th- and this is the first time we get to see Gildart's fight. Uh huh. And it was a sick fight. Like, oh man, his power is so awesome. cool. Gildart's is really cool, extremely powerful. You understand, like, what, like, why he has such a high, you know, position yeah. in, in the fairy tale guild. Um, but yeah. Um, and so that's when Kana gets to see her father, gets to see him fight. Of course, she doesn't tell him yet, but you know. She gets to be there and watch her mm-hmm. father take on this extremely f- strong wizard and, and see how strong he is, you know, while he's yeah. a legend in the fairy tale guild. Um, yeah. Also, I, I would say I did forget about this a little bit before all of this stuff's going on. Mm-hmm. Loxus was banned from fairy tale. Yeah. By Makarov after. Um, At the end of the last arc, because he started all this stuff and um, it was like, yeah, you can't do this. You can't just take over the guild because you think you're doing the right thing. And, mm-hmm. and Markarov banned him from the guild. Yeah. Basically, uh, what's it called? Not banned him, but like kicked him out. What is it? Uh, ex- banished him. Banished him. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, there's a, there's a clip where you see, uh, um, Laxus, uh, Laxus walk, walking in the desert mm-hmm. and he kind of turns around cause he gets like a sense that something's going wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I mentioned that because what ends up happening is he ends up showing up on the Island. And um, he ends up trying to take on Hades. Um, and I think he's doing okay for a bit, but then ends up um, kind of losing. So, I, no, not kind of losing. He ends up losing. Mm-hmm. So then Team Natsu comes in, and then that's when uh, they try to take him on, but at the same time, he's still too strong for them. Mm-hmm. So that's when Loxus gives his... Then This is one of like the best parts in the whole series I yes 100 percent. he ends up giving his lightning energy to natsu natsu eats it and he uh-huh. becomes a lightning dragon slayer for a moment a fire lightning dragon slayer yes um so he has the power of loxus and fire or lightning and fire and he uses yeah. it to attack um hades and, yeah uh, so he fights and they're actually as a guild able to defeat him of course it's not yeah. easy but like it was an awesome power up it was really cool he has a lightning yes. fire dragon roar uh, and they defeat him in a really tough battle yes um so they end up becoming victorious but the fight is not over 
Mm -hmm. Uh, They're all tired, uh, out of you know, have no stamina left, out of magic power, like completely defeated. Not Mm -hmm. defeated, like as in they lost, but just defeated because they're just so they're worn out. They're worn out. Yeah. And Zeref ends up accidentally summoning the legendary black dragon Agnalovia, who is Mm -hmm. considered like, which is actually the dragon that. Gildart's Gildart's arm, yeah. He's an insanely strong uh, dragon. Mm -hmm. And so Fairy Tail tries to fight back, but he's just too strong. Makarov is going to um, sacrifice himself so his children can leave Mm -hmm. um, and continue Fairy Tail. And they end up staying to try to fight with him because they're not going to leave him. Mm -hmm. And... uh, they fight, but unfortunately, they are not victorious. Not even, not even because Acnologia, not even because they, they just had a crazy battle with Grimoire Hearts, just because Acnologia is just that strong. Yes. Um, so what ends up happening is the island disappears, everybody on it, and seven years pass. Yeah, and, and you so, don't find out that seven years pass right until, away until yeah, the next... Yeah, yeah, until the next until the next arc, but that's how the arc ends. And do we know? Yeah. We don't know how it disappears. Is it? Yeah, I, I, it says it in the um, in the next arc. Okay, you're right. So, um, again, I cut up a lot. I cut off a lot of the fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much just left the the important, the ones. big ones. Yeah, yeah, and and it's not just that I'm targeting only Natsu's fight, but Natsu's was- fights. But like those are pretty much the important ones. There's yeah. other ones too, but even then, we do want to leave some things for you all to, if you yeah, decide so, to watch it, to check out. You know, yeah. This is um, just kind of the big points that we see. You know. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, island disappears with everybody on it. No trace of an island that was there whatsoever. And then mm-hmm. seven years pass. But like Jerry mentioned, you don't find that out until the next arc starts. Mm-hmm. Um. So the next arc, the next two arcs. So, okay, let me start off like this. The next arc is called the X-791 arc. It yeah. is very short in the manga and the anime. So that's why I only have three points yeah. here. Yeah, um, it's literally two episodes in the, in the, in the anime. Yeah. X-791. Um, so seven years, you find out that seven years end up passing. Okay. Everybody that was on the island had disappeared. You have no idea where they were. So um, be in that time frame. Which is cool because it's a time skip. I love time skips. Like I think it really helps the show progress when they yes. have a good time skip. Um, but seven, in the seven years that ends up passing, Fairy Tail is no longer the strongest guild in uh, Fiore or in Magnolia, mm-hmm. um, and their guild hall is gone. They live in a like not live, but their guild hall is like this really small, rundown shack. Mm-hmm. So you know, Fairy Tail lost its glory days. Uh, Romeo grew up. Um, I don't remember the two, I don't remember the names, but the two mages that are like gunners mm-hmm. get married, have a kid. Um, Romeo's have- dad is is the the new f- guild master. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude that smokes is all old, like you yeah. know. Old. <laughs> and then the other dude um, got fat. Uh, um, yeah, the part of the Levy's team. <laughs> yeah, he got fat. Yeah. So um, they are being bullied a lot by uh, ogre something. It's a guild by a fellow guild called something Ogre. I don't remember the name of it, but um, Twilight Twilight Ogre. Twilight Ogre, yeah, because they're kind of like in debt to them. Mm-hmm. So you find out 
um, that what ended up happening to the island was it was saved by Mavis. She activated uh, one of the three legendary fairy tale spells called Fairy Spear. Mm-hmm. So it protects the island and the fairy tale members in it, and it was activated by her and by the by the guild, like by their uh, the island what, itself. Yeah, but not even that. Like their will to live and protect each yes. other. Yes, yes. Well, she needed so, that in order to use the spell. Yeah. Yes, and so what ends up happening is that spell basically made the island go in stasis for seven years. Yeah. So. They rescue everybody. Everybody comes back, and and it's it's uh, Lamia scale, right? That rescues everybody, or yeah, either Lamia scale or Blue or Pegasus. Blue Pe- it's blue. It's Blue Pegasus. It's because of the yeah. ship. It's Blue Pegasus. Yeah. They find them. They bring them back. Yeah, and so it's crazy that everybody on the island did not age one bit. Yeah, like, so when and they come back, it's mm-hmm. it's very different. It's very, yeah, it's really funny. It's honestly yeah. hilarious to see how like. Some of them grew up and got old, and then some. Of them, then they come back the exact same. It was yeah, really funny. Um, and the only other big part of that arc is that during the time that the seven years that they were in the stasis, Lucy's mm-hmm. father ends up dying. Yeah, and, and and so the the story I can go into that a little bit, and, and like Lucy's father. So Lucy, very early in the show, you find out Lucy's kind of like royalty. And not 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 in like a sovereign king or anything, but like her family is very wealthy. Her father owns a wealthy business. I don't remember exactly what it is, and she kind of grows up wealthy. But her father is is very dedicated to his work and doesn't really show a lot of affection towards her. And she, and he's a workaholic, and and he de- and she kind of decides she wants to leave. And her mother is the closest person to her. Her mother is also a. Um, what is the same kind of uh, mage that she is with the with the keys? Uh, what is she called? What are they called? Her magic is uh, celestial magic. She's a celestial wizard. Uh, and that's where she gets her abilities from, her mother. Um, and her mother passes. And um, you kind of find this out uh, interspersed between all the previous arcs, right? And um, she kind of just leaves her family. Like after her mother dies, she just leaves and is like, I'm done. And she goes and does her thing. And that's kind of where the beginning of the show starts when she leaves and is looking for, um, she's looking for the f- famous fairy tale guild. Cause she wants to join them, you know? Yeah. And, um, so you kind of know that her relationship with her father's bad. And later on you, you, she runs into her dad and her dad is like destitute and like coming to her cause he needs her help. And she's like, well, how can I help you? Or what, what's that? What's the matter? I haven't seen you in so long. And now you're here. And he's basically poor. He, his business, his business ran out and he lost all his money and all the money, everything's gone. The state is gone. Everything's gone. And so he has to start from scratch and he comes to Lucy, like, you know, with, this big attitude and being rude and stuff. And he's like, you know, you should take care of me. I'm your father. And she's like, I don't know you anything. You've abandoned me and mom and all this. And so mm-hmm. she has a lot of issues with her father. And um, the la- the last time she sees him is she kind of goes to him and is like, Hey, like, I want to talk to you. I want to have a relationship with you, but I don't know if I can trust you. And he kind of blows up on her for not helping him. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, you know what? I'm done. Right. And so she, and that's right before they leave for Tenra Island and all this stuff happens. Right. So 
we go back to what Ricky just said. So she comes back and she's like, you know what? I haven't seen my dad in a long time. Um, let me reach out to him. Right. And I don't remember exactly how it happens, but she find out he died from mm-hmm. illness. It was a couple of, like, it was a couple of months before she came back. Yeah. So like, he it was very recent. It was recent. And, um, this is kind of the part of this, of this arc that I really, I liked because it felt kind of realistic, you know what I mean? And that like, mm-hmm. she goes back to her apartment, which she's like, well, I owe seven years of rent. How in the heck, how in the heck am I going to pay this back? You know? And so she goes to like, she ends up in the park across the street and she's like, well, what the heck am I going to do? I don't have an apartment. You know, I, I can't afford to pay all that rent. And, and that's when the, the lady who's like the landlord come, like sees her, comes up to her and just grabs her. And drags her back to the apartment and throws her in and mm-hmm. closes the door. And it's like, and she goes in and her apartment is exactly, un, it's unchanged. It's exactly the way it was the way she, when she left it. Mm-hmm. And in the apartment are a bunch of gifts, right? And she goes up to the gifts and it, it, it shows that every single year on her birthday, her father sent her a gift, right? Yeah. And so she's going through them and it's this really emotional thing. And she's like, and it's a letter saying like, Hey, you know, I miss you. I haven't seen you in so long. You know, you know, I'm thinking of you on your birthday and, and here's a little thing. And, and it's like, and the last gift is basically like he pays off her rent in full yeah. for the seven years that she was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just, you know, I really hope I get to see you again and all this stuff. And it's just sad that she it's knows sad. he's dead. Yeah. And it's like, Oh yeah. man, it, Yes, she she's very conflicted coming to terms with it because she doesn't know how to feel about it. Yeah, and it's sad because you kind of feel you can feel it like it's a real thing, like it's a real thing that people deal with in real life, and it's like the way they incorporate it. I don't know. It just it gives it makes her feel like a real character, you know. And it's a real thing, and yeah. family has always been a thing. Like her, like fairy tale has been her family because they've been the people that have been there for her, other than her mother, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's crazy, but. And then that's when Natsu shows up and is like, "Hey, we should go on the next mission." And she's like, and the 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 ladies there, the the peep, the what's it called, the landlord ladies there, and she's like, "You go away, you know. She needs her time, you know. All this stuff." And she can hear, so they leave, but she can hear Natsu and Happy talking outside her window. Yeah. Like I guess we like should wait, and then she ends up deciding to join them, and it's like, let's go on to the next mission, and that's kind of how that whole thing ends that that small arc ends there it was just kind of a you know an arc to kind of answer the questions that weren't unanswered for uh Tenor island yeah because it was interesting because you, you see him disappear yeah. like what happened and then like the whole seven year pass and I, I always thought like the whole time i thought okay it's just going to kind of revert back like something's going to happen and everybody's going to go back to the way it was but that never happens <laughs> everybody yeah. just stays the way they're supposed to everybody stays yeah yeah so it, x X791 ends, and then the next arc starts, which is called the Star Night arc. Mm-hmm. But I only wrote two points because it was a super duper duper long arc, and to me, it was not as important in regards to like some of the other bigger arcs. Yeah. So I just decided to sum it up in two points, so I can move on uh-huh. to the next arc, which is one of like the biggest. Mm-hmm arcs in the entire show yeah but also also quick before you go this mm-hmm. arc was not in the manga okay see that makes sense now yeah, i yeah. was reading it and i was i remember texting you i said dude i don't remember anything about yeah, it because it was not in the manga. i don't it remember was... anything Even, I, I never even read 
I never read the fairy tale manga, but I don't even remember watching this. Like I was, I, I watched it. I know I did, but I don't remember it. That's just how like, in, that's just how much I didn't like this arc. Yeah. But um, yeah. So the two points I have for the story arc are that in this arc, they end up coming across people that they know mm-hmm. that they met in Erolas, which is that alternate world where the mm-hmm. exceeds are from and stuff. Yep. Um, that we talked about in the last episode. But this is their Earth counterparts, their Earth versions. Some of them are actually like different genders. But, you know, since it's their Earth counterpart, they don't know them. Mm-hmm. They're enemies. Um, and yeah. the only other big thing this arc does is it shows you how in the seven years that Fairy Tale was, or the members that were on Tenor Island were in stasis, the whole world changed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guilds and a lot of even members in Fairy Tale as well got so much stronger so this arc you see like team tenro island i'm that's what i'm gonna call them yeah. maybe with the exception of like loxus and and urza and gildas because they were already really strong to be in yeah with. yeah they all struggle like natsu yeah. struggles lucy great everybody wendy yeah. everybody struggles because everybody is just so much stronger now and they're still at the same point in strength that they were seven years ago so yeah it, it puts this huge gap between them and uh, and it, it makes them and, and their guild vulnerable to a lot. Yeah. So, I, of I, course, they yeah. come victorious at the end, but, yeah, that was a starting night arc. Yeah, I, I think of it I think of it like the catch-up mechanic arc in that, like, uh-huh. everyone else, because everybody in, in Fairy Tale is obviously really powerful, and it kind of... It kind of makes everyone else in the world feel really weak. As far as the world, like, the content, like, Magnolia and Fiore, like... Mm-hmm. It makes everyone else in that area feel weak. And so I think this is what they did to kind of let everyone catch up, basically. Yeah. It's like they're in stasis for seven years, but everybody else is still getting stronger. And you see that, you know, including the other guild members of Fairy Tale that were not on yep. the island. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Starry Night, we're going to go ahead and move on from that arc. Yeah, because that's kind of all that happens. Yeah. We're going to talk about the big arc, the the one that has 28 points here on our Google Doc. And the one that I, it's also probably one of my top three. It's a fantastic arc. Um, and it is called The Grand Magic Games. It's just such a mm-hmm. good arc. But this is how we're going to start off. So, number one, uh, you end up finding out that there is a new guild. It's called Sabretooth. And they are the new, base, they're basically the new, like, I wouldn't say fairy tale, but they're the new like number one guild in Fiore. Like they're the top, they're the best. Everybody loves them. Like they basically have the same popularity and strength and everything that fairy tale had seven mm-hmm. years ago. Yes. And they they uh they put the spotlight on two new dragon slayers that are members of Saber uh, and they're called Sting and Rogue, yeah. a light dragon slayer and a fu- and a shadow they fire. A shadow dragon slayer mm-hmm. so they're introduced but of course it's just an introduction because you don't start to you don't start to see more about this guild or those dragon slayers until the actual magic games start yes so um also what ends up happening is um you you find out about you end up finding out that fairy tale has a huge secret which comes like it's probably the most important thing in the last arc of the show um mm-hmm. the alvarez arc but that's for later um and only fairy tale guild masters know about this so what ends up happening is makarov ends up 
passing the baton to Gildarts. Gildarts, you are new, you are now the uh, the fifth uh, <laughs> the fourth. No, Guild he makes Master. him the he makes him the fourth, didn't he? Because Guild because no. he's the third. No, because Makarov is third, and then uh, Romeo's dad is the fourth. No, you're right. You're right. And then, and then yeah, and then Gildarts becomes a fifth. And what ends up yeah. happening is he tells him the secret, <laughs> uh-huh. and that's funny. And then he he leaves and he leaves a note. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna be grandma. I'm not gonna be guildmaster." Um, he's like, "My only one thing I'm changing. I'm my only one order I'm making as guildmaster is I'm I I'm allowing Loxus back in the guild." Yeah. And his second his second decree was Makarov is is guildmaster again. <laughs> he learns about the secret. Yeah. Brings Loxus back. Takes off and gives it back. He's like, I don't want this baton. You take it back. You yes, it back. it's back too off. much. It really funny. It was so funny. And it's all in the same episode, and it's really funny because in the end, he's just like peace, and then it's like Makarov is now the fourth and the si- or the third and the sixth. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> guildmaster. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's funny. It's really funny, and uh, so you find out about this thing called the Lumen Hustor, and it's a secret yes. only guildmasters can know that fairy tale has. Um, again. For this arc, it doesn't really take much importance, but uh, the author, what's his name? Mm. It's been a while, but yeah, but yeah, but the basically, yeah, that's a year mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah, and it, start, you know. yes, so you kind of you hear about it, and it is super crucial to the end of the show. Uh-huh. But right now, it's just like this is the secret that fairy tale has been hiding forever, and and yeah. when you see it, all it is is. I mean, should we say what it is? We're going. We're doing spoilers, so I won't um, say. I won't say what it what it actually means, but I can say what it physically is. Okay, so yeah, people know what it, physically is. what it physically is. Is basically the first guildmaster in a crystal. Yeah, like her body. body is in a crystal, and it's there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what in the heck is this? Like, what is this? What does this mean? You don't know. We don't know. You don't find out till way later on in the show, but. You know it's you know, there, and you know that fairy tale is protecting it. Like it's uh, the most important thing. None of the guild members know about it, other only than only the guild, guild masters know about it. But yes, you know what I just realized? It's funny is that Romeo's dad never found. He never found out about <laughs> well, it. Well, nobody told him about it. So how is he going to find out about it if the only guild master is frozen? Uh huh. Yeah, yep. and the other one is like was wiped out by Seraph. Yeah. So we didn't tell you about that, but Seraph kills him. <laughs> yeah, they're ends up killing like Hades and uh Zankro. Zankro. Yeah, some other members. So like they die, like they straight up die. Straight up die. Zankro uh-huh. say straight up dies like you see this whole fight and then he just like drops dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets hit by the aura and it like mm-hmm. just KOs him. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Fatality. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. Brutality. Um, so I have my points three and four, but I'm actually I'm gonna switch them. Okay. So um Throughout the show, they always introduce someone named Porliuska. She's kind of like a, a, she's not a fairy tale member, but she's a friend of fairy tale. Yes. Uh, she's a, she is a, um, like a healer, like a healer, yeah. a healer, like doctor kind of wizard. Yeah. Um, and you end up finding out, uh, Wendy's, Wendy's like freaking out. Like, why does she smell like Grandini? Which Grandini is Wendy's dragon that she lost. Yeah. Um, like she and she's like she's giving me the vibe that she's Grandini. Like it's so weird. So then you find out that Portiuska mm-hmm. is the Edelus version of Grandini. Mm-hmm. 
but she got stranded on Earth and she just decided to stay there. I mean, yes. now she's she's literally stranded there now because she can't go back. But she's just been chilling there. She ends up meeting Grandini. They became friends, and she um, she gave spells to uh poor liuska to say whenever you meet wendy if you meet her please give her this and so yes. she gives wendy like this manual on other spells she can use to get stronger um because leading into my next point which is most of team tenro is extremely weak mm-hmm. and they need to power up to catch up to catch up yeah because they want to compete in the grand magic games they yes. hear about it they know that whoever wins is going to be the number one so they think this is our chance to go back, be number one, regain our glory, and you know, show everybody who Fairy Tale is. Yep. So they decide they have three months until the tournament. And so they decide we're gonna go off and we're gonna we're gonna train for three months super hard and come back. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing is that <laughs> Natsu, they go to some beach and they're gonna go train over there. And so what ends up happening is some of Lucy's spirits come out and they say, Hey. We want to invite you to a we want to invite you to a party because mm-hmm. thank you yeah yeah thank you and just to celebrate that you all are alive and that y'all came back from Tenro Island you know whatever yeah. so they go to the spirit world and they party it up right and they have a week long celebration in the celestial world it's an awesome yeah. time everybody has a a blast right <laughs> <laughs> they come back and they find out that. Um, Time does not flow the same in the celestial world as it does in the real world. Yeah. So Fairy guess Tale, what? Fairy Tale loses the three months. They have like a week left. To, <laughs> you know. So yeah. Team Natsu at least is freaking out. Yes. Because they had no idea this was gonna happen. They wasted all their time partying up, and now they have the Grand Magic Games. They're not strong enough to fight yet, and uh, you know, yeah. It's yep. gonna be a. It's not gonna be a good time. So you're like, oh, this oh. is gonna be interesting because they're. You feel like they're underprepared, and everyone else is like ready to go. And it's like, this is their chance to get back to number one for mm-hmm. Fairy Tail to be the number one guild again, to dethrone Sabretooth and be number one again. Yeah. So, to go into my next point, I kind of have to backtrack a bit to Tenro Island because I didn't mention any of this, but it is important. So. Yes. One of the mages that was part of Grimoire Heart was Ultir. And Ultir mm-hmm. is actually the daughter of Ur, which was the master of Grey and Yon. Yep. Um, in, the, in the arc of Tenro Aden, she's bad. She's trying to take out Grey. She hates Grey. She believes that, Grey, that her mother's death was because of Grey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I don't remember what happens, but she comes to like a... A realization, a realization. Of heart. Yeah, change of heart. So she ends up becoming good. She joins a special guild with it's her, her friend Mer- Mer- Meredy or Melody. I don't remember her name. Yeah, it's either Meredy or Melody. I think it's um, Melody. Yeah, she, she was also part of um, Grimoire Heart as well. But she was pretty much only following Ultir because Ultir kind of saved her and raised her, mm-hmm. and she just wanted revenge because she wanted Ultir to be happy. Yes. Um. So it's a new guild. Only three members, Crime Sorcier, it's Jalal, Ultir, and Meredy. And, and her um, and her power her power was interesting in that she could yeah, she could it's like a fate link power where she could link her fate to you to someone else's fate. And anything that happens to her happens to both of them. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. It was a very interesting power. 
Yeah, so crime sorcier is their job is basically to uh repent for all the the sins and bad they did mm-hmm. by looking for dark guilds and destroying them. Yeah. Jalal uh, heads that group. Yeah, yeah, Jalal is ahead and they end up running into them at that resort. And mm-hmm. there's a bunch of Jalal or is a romance that goes on there. Um yeah. but Ultir has a special type of magic called Arc of Time magic. Mm-hmm. Um, or she can alter time. And so what she does, the fairy team Natsu is begging her, like, please, 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 we need to find a way to get stronger within the, the week we have left. Mm-hmm. So she uses her magic to unlock something called the second origin to help each member of team Natsu get stronger. But mm-hmm. it is excruciating pain. Like it's, you know, you go through an incredible amount of pain, but what you gain is an incredible amount of strength. So mm-hmm. they all decide we're 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 down. Let's do it. We have to do it. Mm-hmm. So the only person that doesn't get affected at all, but because they believe she had already unlocked it, was Urza. So Urza was kind of like, ah, I feel the same. Yeah. But Gray, Lucy, Wendy, Natsu, I think even Happy and Carla, like yep. go through this. Uh, I'm gonna call it like a cheat. They cheat their way and end up getting real mm-hmm. strong. Yes, um, it is a cheat, yeah. big time. <laughs> it is a huge cheat. Um, because. Well, I'll, I'll game, shark. <laughs> think game shark. I think game shark. Up, up, left, down, start, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Up, up, um, up, it's up, up, down, down, left, 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 right, left, right, left, right, start, select, something like that. The Konami code. I don't remember. I literally just made one up right now. Yeah, <laughs> I never even <laughs> the Konami code. But um, Grand Magic games begin, uh-huh. and um, there are actually not one. But two teams for fairy tale that are competing because well, they, they they qualify for it. Yeah, and basically, like every guild can have as many teams as they want. They just they have, have to get through the qualifiers. And fairy tale is the only guild to have two teams that qualify. Yep. And so, um, the let me see. Hold on, if I can find the teams that way, I can let the listeners know the exact teams. I know the first one is. Um, the first team is, you know, um, Natsu. It's pretty much Team Natsu. Natsu, Gray, mm-hmm. Lucy. Wendy doesn't. It's not Wendy. It's uh, Natsu, Gray, Lucy, and um, Elfman. Elfman. No, Elfman is part of the B team, isn't he? Not till later. Okay. Because um, remember, he um, he doesn't. He ends up taking Lucy's spot because. Uh, oh, that's right. She ends up getting she gets get, No, she, she ends up getting beat really bad. Remember that that the crazy lady, the crazy lady with the power, like she beats her really, really bad. Yeah. Um, and they all have to kind of step in to stop her from like killing Lucy. And that's when Elfman steps in. That's right. Yeah. Um, let me see. Hold on. So Elfman isn't originally part of the team. Elfman is originally part of the like I think he's part of like the backups. Like he's an alternate, right? Mm, it's because it, there's not really like any alternates or backups. It's just like throughout the whole the, throughout the whole time, at least they like keep switching out. Like nothing. Like if it's not like they're the only guild that was switching in and out and like adding members, taking out members, like all the time substitutions. Yeah, and, no, and nobody else did it except them. So. Um, well, they might have, but we no, we don't care about anyone else. Yeah. So they don't they don't talk about anyone else in the show. So yeah. Um, but so yes, there's qualifiers. I didn't 
mention it because it's a lot yeah. that happens before. But yeah, Fairy Tale Team A and Fairy Tale Team B end up um, competing. Of course, the other guilds that are competing, and you're going to hear my keyboard. I try not to, but I have to at this point. <laughs> um, just because I, I want to I let y'all know what the teams are. I think it's uh, Natsu, Lucy, Urza, Gray, and Elfman. You're right. Yeah, but I want to see Team B. Hold on. Uh, team B, That's Team CB. B. Yeah, and then Team B is... Uh... I know Gajiel's on Team B. Yeah, it's Gajiel. Oh, it's right here. Loxus, Mary Jane, Gajiel, Juvia, and Mystigan. But go. I mentioned... Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a strong team, too. So, Sabretooth has a team. Um, there's also a guild with the introduced called Raventail. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think they're a dark guild, but they're not. And they're actually, they're, their guild master is Makarov's son, and, which mm-hmm. is Loxus's dad, Ivan. Yeah. Ivan. Um, and uh, pretty much the whole point of Raventail is just to mess up Fairy Tail. They hate yep. fairy tale. They want to destroy them. Pretty they want to make sure they lose. Um, there's also, you know, Blue Pegasus, Lamia Scale. And then there's another guild that ends up joining called, uh, and I'm only laughing because you'll see in a bit. They're called um, something Cerberus. Where is their name? Oh, yeah. It's like uh... Quattro Cerberus. There you yeah. go. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's Lamia Scale, Blue Pegasus, Mermaid Heel, Quattro Cerberus, Raven Tail. Two fairy tale teams and uh, uh, Sabretooth. Yeah, and Quattro Cerberus is cool because their their strongest member is like this guy who uses like drunken fist. Yeah, um, which is kind of cool. Ba- Bacchus or Bacchus. Ba- yeah, Bacchus yeah, is he, like obviously he, the the, the playoff of Bacchus. Yeah. Yeah. So the games begin now. There's a lot of things that happen. I didn't write them all. There's all different types of events that go on and i'm just gonna say that both fairy tale team a and fairy tale team b win win certain things and they lose things so like throughout the games they're sometimes at the last place sometimes in first sometimes in the middle so they're just fluctuating they win yeah. some they lose some that's how it goes um and um so the games are they take a it takes i think like it's a week-long event like it's several days and every day is there's different competitions and stuff um during the end of one of the days um and this is also one of like the one of my favorite moments in fairy tale but um what ends up happening is one of the members from Sabretooth her name is Yukino mm-hmm. uh she's a super nice character like super nice yeah um and she's also a celestial wizard she ends up losing in a challenge and Sabretooth says we have no space for any weaklings here and they kick her out yeah. So she's devastated. She ends up running into Lucy and Natsu. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she's just trying to find somebody to talk to. And Natsu finds out what happens. And Natsu is livid that. Mm-hmm. But she's since fairy tales all about, you know. Family and camaraderie family. and, and so being there for saying, one another. Yeah. yeah. And he's in shock that someone could do that to someone they consider family, a friend. Yeah. So he literally storms into Sabretooth's, <laughs> uh, like, Guild I like their 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 hotel or wherever they're yeah, staying, they're yeah, staying. their headquarters. He, yeah, he storms in and he's mad. He's like, "Where's the guild master?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, you know, I'm right here." He's like, "How could you do that?" Whatever. And Singh and Rogue are already like, "Like this guy's dumb. How could he walk in by himself? Like he's mm-hmm. gonna get demolished." Whatever. 
and he's like and the the guild master for Sabretooth is like I don't need to fight you. So he get he sends one of his like one of his other fair his not fair one of his Sabretooth members to fight Natsu. He's like I'm just as strong as, as the team um that's fighting right now. Mm-hmm. And uh Natsu knocks him out in one hit. And he ends up fighting the guild leader for Sabretooth and literally almost beats him. Like he's mm-hmm. like is literally like just doing so good, like really like yeah him up but then ends up getting cut short because hit the guildmaster's daughter minerva takes half the hostage and mm-hmm. uh, ends up kind of twisting natsu's arm to stop yeah so you know but natsu showed up showed up and basically made a point um and Singh and rogue are freaking out because they're like no way this dude like shows up you know, throws hands with their master and is able to actually keep up with it. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, they're kind of, um, and they were fans of 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 Natsu of and Gajiel, yeah. uh, Sting and Rogue because they're so much younger than Natsu and Gajiel. But the, the seven years kind of caught, caught them, them up. up. But they were fans of Natsu and Gajiel, so they knew of them and were really cool. Like they were like, oh, they they looked up to them when they were kids, and now yeah. they have the opportunity to fight them, and so they're looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So that that big event happens, the games are commencing, and the next day hap- the next game, the next day comes, and uh, one of the this is also yeah, there's just so many good things in this yeah, arc. This is my favorite thing in the whole arc. I'm gonna tell yeah. you right now, this thing that yeah. happens is my favorite thing in the whole arc. So, um, next day comes in. The challenge is, uh, every member gets every team chooses a member. Mm-hmm. And they got to send that person in and they got to take out monsters. And there's monsters of all different levels. And mm-hmm. depending on how many you defeat means on how many points you get. And I think yes. there's 100 monsters total. So first one to show up is Ur- when the first one to go is Urza. And Urza being the absolute boss that she is, is like, I'm going to take them all. I'm taking yeah. And all normally you're supposed, to, you're supposed to send in a team like your whole team goes in and you say okay you go and and as a group you see how many you can kill of the hundred monsters and you add that together your whole team is supposed to go in Mm -hmm. and urza's like f that i'm gonna go in by myself and i'm gonna take out all hundred monsters by myself and she does it and she does it she does it she's the first person to ever do that yeah she walks out all bloody and and like tired and she Puts her hand in the air with her sword to show, like, I just It's did so this. epic, yeah. It's like, dude, it was like, oh, man, I cannot. Like, that was one of those where you're like, oh, yeah. man. To, to the point where, like, the, the she ruined the challenge. And now she's like, well, well, now we have to figure out some other thing. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So they, I think the next time they do it is, like, they change it. Because it was too easy for Urza to do yeah. it. But Urza's also, too- like, a badass. So. Yeah. So that, that was also a really cool thing to see Urza take on 100 monsters by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually the challenges, uh, change uh, that also puts fairy tale in first place at yes. that point, at least. So Urza did a huge thing for fairy tale a, anyway. a, yeah, to push him up. Um, then eventually the challenges change to where they're one-on-one, basically yeah. one-on-one challenges, uh, you know, throw down in the arena and whoever wins, wins points. Moves on. Yeah. So Loxus ends up fighting someone from Raventail, mm-hmm. uh, and then you find out that that person is his dad. And yep. they create this illusion, right? And in the mm-hmm. illusion, Loxus is getting demolished, like just straight up. Yeah, so what everybody sees is yeah. an illusion. It's mm-hmm. basically what happens is um, his father 
creates an illusion for everybody to see that looks like they're fighting, but really he just wants to talk mm-hmm. to Loxus without anybody knowing. And mm-hmm. so he's actually talking to Loxus, but but what everybody in the crowd is yeah. seeing is them fighting, and it looks like Loxus is getting his butt kicked. Basically. Yeah. And it's weird. It's a weird thing to talk about because it's hard to explain, but yeah. it, that's what's happening. Basically, what ends up happening is all, all of Raventail, basically, he wants to find out like, how to destroy Fairy Tail because he hates him so much. Yeah. And uh, in this like, illusion, he, Raventail or Ivan sends all of Raventail to fight Loxus. Mm-hmm. And Loxus, also being the boss that he is, literally single handedly defeats the entire guild, like beats yeah. them all up. The illusion disappears and they're all defeated on the floor. Yeah. Because Loxus is super strong. Yeah, he is super um, strong. One of the things that I, I, I was supposed to mention earlier, but like in the time that they were training for the three months, mm-hmm. Natsu, Team Natsu did the whole time of arc because they were partying for three yeah. months. Yeah. Everybody else actually went and trained hard for three months. So yeah. their training was like hard work. And so Loxus literally defeated a whole guild by himself. Yeah. And also uh, Elfman got huge. Like Elfman yeah. is like a monster now. Buff. Comes buff. Like yeah. buff. Like bra- buff. like brawly buff, dude. Yeah. And and Elfman, Elfman ends up taking on that uh, wizard from Quattro Severus. Uh, with the drunken the face, Bacchus, yeah, yeah he, and he was an S class wizard, so he was like at Urza's level. Yeah, and Urza even said like, "This dude is strong. For me, yeah. he's strong. Like he gave me a run for my money, and I couldn't like I couldn't beat him." Yeah, and he he actually beats him. He ends up he yeah, ends up, he ends up using a takeover that's like really hard for him to control, but he's able to control it. Like, like his beast him. mode, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's able to uh, defeat him. Um, so Loxus defeats Ravenstone. Yeah. Uh, next big fight to happen is we see another God Slayer. Okay, this- but before you talk about this, we also need to talk about the whole thing with because I'm pretty sure, um, what's her name? Um, uh, the Sky Dragon. What's her name? Uh, Wendy. Wendy. Wendy doesn't go with them to the island, right? Wendy ends up joining another guild. No, no, no. That's or, that's. Or is that uh, later on? That's later that- on. Okay. That's Never uh mind. yeah, it's at the very end. No, no, no. Wendy was with them. Okay. Never mind. Um, I, I know what you're talking about. No, that's not until uh after Tartaros. Okay. Okay. Because I, I uh, thought that this happened now and I was like, oh shit, we should probably talk about it. okay. Never yeah, mind. No, no. There's actually okay, so I will say this. Parallel to the, the games going on, you start to see like that there's something going on. I keep hearing something about something called an eclipse plan. Uh-huh. Um and they're trying to get a celestial mage to activate this this eclipse, eclipse plan. gate. Yeah. yeah, and so they're trying to kidnap Lucy like several times, but they don't make it. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, but you you eventually you, it makes more sense towards the end. So I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll continue it in a bit. But uh, it is a match between Wendy and Shelia. Wendy is a sky dragon slayer. Shelia mm-hmm. is a god sky a god a sky, sky god slayer. Yeah. They end up fighting. Uh you know, they're both pretty much what from what I remember, Shelly is like, you know, I think she was stronger, but Wendy um Wendy pushed past her limits and it ends up in a tie. Mm-hmm. To me, like it was a cool fight because you get to see this whole dragon versus god again, but mm-hmm. in reality, like it was an okay fight. Like yeah. uh, it was an okay fight. She opens up the eighth gate of passing. 
Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I think I'm a bit too like understand what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> um, so it ends up in a tie. Um, and then what ends up happening is um, because Raventel is basically like disqualified because of what they did and wiped out from the tournament, mm-hmm. they're uneven numbers. So now Fairy Tale team A and B have to merge so they yep. can make a new team. And this consists of Natsu, Gajil. No, sorry, Natsu, Gray, Urza, Gajil, and Loxus. That's already yeah. a, like That's crazy an OP team, team dude. OP team. Crazy OP. Um, so uh, you start to understand, you start to learn, going back to the Eclipse plan, that the, the Grand Magic games a long time ago were actually called something called the Dragon King Festival. And what it would deal with was with dragons, humans, and demons. So you start to see this, you know, this theme about dragons and how, you know, uh, and this festival regarding the dragons. So, you know, you, you'll see it again in a little bit. Um, then probably the, the, to me, one of the biggest fights in this arc happens. And that is finally what we as the viewers were waiting for. And, and even then, in them in that world were waiting for. It was the Battle of the Dragon Slayers. Yeah. So you have Natsu and Gajio mm-hmm. fighting against Sting and Rogue. Um, yep. It was an awesome fight. Uh, at the beginning, Natsu and Gajio doing good. Then Sting and Rogue come, Sting and Rogue come back. Kind of start overpowering them both. They activate their dragon force, um, both of them. They claim this is where you start to learn about the third generation dragon slayers, which is mm-hmm. that, and we've mentioned it before in the last episodes, but we'll mention it again. Yep. They were trained by a dragon, but they were also infused with a dragon lacrima. So they, yes. they're basically one and two combined. And yes. they always they claim that they killed their dragon, so they're superior. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh, this battle, pretty much for the most part, is all about pride. About, yep. You know, and uh, they end up creating a huge hole in the ground. They fall all the way to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Natsu and Gajio are pretty much, from what you think, are defeated. Sting and Rogue are like, that's it. Y'all are weak. Mm-hmm. And um, they wake, they get up. They're like, man, like, we really took some hits. We were just trying to see what y'all could do. You know, basically, Tim, they ain't nothing. And mm-hmm. uh, Natsu Y'all is weak. Exactly. And Natsu, being uh, the sneaky guy he is, because mm-hmm. there's like a there's a, a mine cart and a mine with like a rail, yeah. ends up pushing Gajio on the mine cart. And, <laughs> him. and because all Dragon Slayers get motion, sick. get motion sickness, he literally knocks Gajio out of the match. So it's basically <laughs> two against one, Natsu versus Sting and Rogue. Because Natsu's like, I want to take him on alone. Like, I uh-huh. want to beat these guys myself. And Gajo's yeah. like, no way. Like, we're going to fight him together. Because, like, no way. And so um, Natsu ends up taking them on. He takes them both on. And he defeats them. Like, literally just slaps them across the face and, like, beats mm-hmm. him up. And and they're like, so this is the power of a true dragon slayer. And, yeah. And Fairy Tail wins that battle. They prove mm-hmm. they have the better dragon slayers. And, uh, but it was actually a good thing that Natsu ends up pushing Gajo down that mine uh because he ends up in a dragon graveyard that is located under the arena mm-hmm. so that is when you really start to see this whole dragon king festival for what start it is to, yeah. yeah start to like what's going on so they tell the guild gajo finds his way back he tells the guild after being mad at natsu 
and some members go down to see what's going on. And Wendy has a special new spell that she's able to talk to the spirits of some of the dragons. So she asks this one dragon. I don't remember what his name was, but he was the Emerald Dragon. Mm-hmm. And she sees his memories and is able to learn about the dragon's history. Mm-hmm. Um, how at one point, um, dragons were kind of like what ruled the world and there were humans. Um, but then these dragons got into a huge civil war. So dragons that were, uh, that wanted the kind of like the good dragons, mm-hmm. they teamed up with humanity and taught these humans dragon slayer magic and helped yep. them and said, you're going to help us fight these dragons. Yep. Which is why dragon slayer magic was made in the first place. Yes. End up fighting, but then the humans end up, well, one specific ends up turning on the dragons and like slaughtering a bunch of them to the point that he ends up becoming a dragon. And you discover that that one dragon slayer is actually Agnologia. Who became a dragon himself because he drew, he drew upon the power of the dragon slayer so much that it turned him into a dragon. Mm-hmm. So you learn about the dragon's history and the dragon's past. And so, you learn about the truth of the dragon slayer power. Mm-hmm. And that it, yeah. it, it, it eventually makes its wielder into a dragon. If you're not careful. Yep. So, um, and I mean, it's, it's kind of significant because you're already this deep into the show and now you're starting to really show the people, you know. Yeah, all the stuff that was set up in the beginning is finally starting to come out. Because uh-huh, that was one of the, the questions most viewers had about the dragon slayers and stuff. Like, tell me more about dragons. I want to see more about all this stuff. What's going on? Yep. So, um... That happens. Mm-hmm. Then you start to learn about what this eclipse plan is. Okay, so um, Princess Hisui um, and her her right hand guard Arcadios um, are trying to make this plan called the Eclipse Plan. And the whole time, you think because they always, for the most of the arc, they keep kind of placing Arcadios in like a bad light. So you think. Um, you kind of think like, oh, um, he's bad. He's bad. And it's not until this point that you kind of start to figure out he's not bad and his intentions aren't bad. But basically what the Eclipse plan is, is by using all 12 celestial keys, they can open a special gate, which will let them go back into the future, mm-hmm. which will help. They want to go back enough to the point where they can stop Zeref from ever being, I don't know, if born or created or whatever. Mm-hmm. To stop Zeref from ever doing, like, from... Becoming the Dark Wizard and yeah. from... He created Acnologia as well. And yes. from stopping Acnologia. So that was their plan. Yeah. Throughout the game, they keep Crime Sorcier, who's there in the, in the sidelines. Um, J- J- Jalal was in the games as Mystican, disguised. Trying yes. to, like... Because they kept getting these readings like Zeref's power. They had yeah. no idea who it was. They didn't know what was going on. And uh, they think it's Shelia for a while, but then it's not. And then they end up discovering who it is. And uh, they kind of leave you hanging for a bit because, like, Jalal, when he finds out who this power, who this source of, like, this Zeref black magic is coming from, mm-hmm. like, when they find out who it is, they're, like, freaking out. But um, what's it called? You end up finding out that it's Lucy from the future. Mm-hmm. And she's like in a hood and, and like she's hooded. Yeah. So you can't see who it is when she first appears, but you're like, well, who is that? Like what's going on? And it's Lucy from the future. Yeah. 
And so it's Lucy from the future, and she's trying to warn that uh, things are going to turn out very, very bad. They need to, like, stop the eclipse plan mm-hmm. um, because a lot of bad stuff is going to happen. Yeah, and she won't so say that, what's going to happen, but she's like, we yeah. need to stop this. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is uh, Fairy Tail kind of... Um, oh, and Lucy gets kidnapped, too. Like, actual Lucy ends up getting kidnapped. Yeah. So, of course, fairy t- this is a little bit before, but uh, Lucy gets kidnapped and Fairy Tail ends up uh, coming up with a new team. A new team to compete in the game and then a team on the side to go rescue Lucy. Yes. Not too happy, uh, Mira Jane and uh, I don't know who else goes. I think maybe Wendy, Wendy. Wendy goes. Yeah, and Wendy. They go to rescue Lucy. The other team is competing in the games. Yep. Um Basically, it's really hard for a uh, rescue team because they fight some really strong, like kind of like uh, wardens in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's tough for them, but they end up coming. You know, it's not an easy win, but they win. Um, they save Lucy, and Fairy Tail ends up winning the entire game. Yep, they win the Grand Magic games. They're number one again, and they can't celebrate their win because then the Eclipse Gate ends up opening. Yep. Um, because Yukino, who we mentioned earlier, is also Celestial Wizard, and she was kind of like asked to help with the plan. She was mm-hmm. kind of like not told the real reason of the plan. So mm-hmm. the gates open, and what ends up happening is a future rogue comes out. So you have Lucy from the future, and then you have um, you have Rogue from the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know at what point. Okay, well, what ends up happening is he's basically unleashing all the dragons from the past to go into this present time and destroy everything so he can, so the dragons can rule again. Yes. Um, so there's a huge attack from dragons, just huge. And, and, he, and he has figured out a way to control the dragons, to, to mm-hmm. make them do things he wants, and that's how he's doing it. Because normally dragons don't have that, don't have to follow anyone, but he's figured out a way to control them. Yeah. Basically. So... Um, at some point, I don't know when, and I, I, I am sorry for not knowing when, but at some point, Lucy from the future ends up dying. Yes. So remember, you have to talk about the thing that Ultir does also. Well, but that happens, that happens later. Well, it happens, it happens at the same time, but they don't talk about it until later because like, because the, 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 yeah, because people die and then it... Yeah, because I, I, I'm going to mention in a couple of okay. points. Okay. But Lucy does die and it's like heartbreaking for Lucy but present Lucy and Natsu because that, yeah. that is their Lucy just from the future. And so yeah. like, they're like heartbroken and they'd like vow to like make sure that like the future that she lived in mm. does not happen. And Natsu is incredibly hurt by it. Like he's just yeah. like, oh, it drives him into a fury. Yeah. So the dragons attack... And they're very strong. So basically, um, it ends up turning out to be, there's, I believe, a dragon for each dragon slayer. So Natsu has a dragon fight. Gray, Mm -hmm. not Gray, sorry. Gajio, Wendy. And of course, there's missing, there's one dragon slayer missing because there's Loxus, Sting, Rogue. And uh, they end up getting Cobra out of jail, the poison dragon slayer, who's also a second generation. And he ends up taking out dragon. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, Natsu is also kind of fighting Rogue, the future Rogue. Yeah. Um, so the dragons versus the dragon slayers. Um, everybody else is like, you deal with the babies. There's a bunch of like dragonoid babies, mm-hmm. foot soldiers on the ground attacking. Yeah. So the, it's just a hard time. Dragon slayers are not doing that much against the dragons. And the, the dragonoids are like, you know, doing like a number and it to the point, and this is where I'm starting to talk about Ultier. Gray ends up dying. He ends up pushing Juvia out of the way and gets shot in the heart and mm-hmm. he dies. I think Freedom Bixlow or Bixlow dies. Like a bunch of people die. Like straight and up die. They die. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah. Like all of the people that you care about are dying. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah. And Juvia's yeah. like, oh no, my love, why are you leaving me? You saved me. Yeah. Um, so it's like a big deal. You're like, what's going on? And so they're losing. Everybody is losing. And I mean, not the dragons and Future Rogue, but like all the good guys are losing. Yeah. So Ultir ends up using her arc of time magic to the max potential. And using it like a special spell to rewind time. So she does this huge spell. And you think, oh, she rewinded it, whatever. She's only able to rewind it for one minute. But so they have. Yeah. But it's, it is like the precisest minute ever. It was what exactly what they needed because like Grade ends up not dying. All, like pretty much everybody that died besides the future mm-hmm. Lucy comes back to life. Yeah, and and the the point of it is well, the, not the point, but the, the big thing that happens is she knows like she's pretty much sure she's gonna die. Like she's she's basically she's using her time as like her lifetime to yeah. execute the spell in the chance that it'll give everybody like fifteen minutes is what she's thinking. Like oh, it's plenty of time, and she does the whole thing and casts the spell and it, everything whoop and everything happens and it's only been one minute. Like it only reverse time one minute and she's like dying and then yeah she gets really really old like her skin turns all old and wrinkly and she's yeah, all and, bony mm-hmm. and stuff um but it's significant because that one minute is enough for them to change the tide and uh and change the whole thing mm-hmm. um natsu ends up finding a fire dragon named astral flame or something like that mm-hmm who has like this special legendary fire and he he finds out like that Natsu is the son of Igneo. He's like, Igneo's a good friend of mine. So he mm-hmm. gets that dragon to, to help him. And they end up fighting future rogue and then defeating future rogue. Yep. And uh, you find out that the whole reason that future rogue did this in the first place was because he turned evil when a huge event happened for him that changed him. Mm-hmm. And he warns Natsu that in a year from that day, Frosh, who is Rogue's his, kitty, his yeah. exe, will be killed. And do they tell you who kills him right then and there? No, they don't. Okay, I don't they remember. Just say that he'll die. Right okay, yeah, because when you find out who's supposed to kill him, you're like, what? Like that's crazy. Yeah, but um, yeah, you find that out, and he says, please, if there's one thing that you must prevent is Frost dying. So a year from that day, you need to make sure that Frost is safe. Yeah. Um, and he said, because what will happen is if Frost dies, Rogue will lose anguish. I mean, will lose anguish. Rogue will become full of despair 
and basically become evil. So you yeah. can prevent that. Also, another thing that I forgot to say, uh, this is also actually a big fight, and I completely left it out, and I'm sorry for leaving it out. It's okay, because like, there's a lot happening. <laughs> yeah. There, there's, there's a... Go back. I don't know where this takes place, but mm-hmm. Rogue is kind of really salty that like he wasn't able to fight Gajio. Mm-hmm. He's also really salty because he thinks that he's still better than Gajio. So Gajio and Rogue face off. Like present-time Rogue. Yeah, present-time Rogue. Uh, they face off, and, uh, you know, Gajio... Uh, he kind of struggles for a bit, mm-hmm. but then Gajio has his moment, and he ends up absorbing the shadow, and he becomes a shadow Iron Dragon Slayer. And, and that's up- the se- that's the second origin thing kicking in, is yeah. what that is. Yeah. And so now you have Natsu as a lightning dragon, lightning fire, and then Gajio becomes a shadow iron, which so is cool. cool. It's yeah. cool. It's it's honestly really cool. Uh, like the way he looks, and he ends up beating Rogue. Um, but yeah, that happens way before. I just completely forgot about it. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they end up that one minute that Ultir sacrificed ends up um, being everything that 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 everybody needed to become victorious and defeat Rogue and the dragons. Mm-hmm. And they're able to seal the eclipse door mm-hmm. and call it a day. Yep. So they become victorious. Fairy tale wins. They save the day. They completely got everybody back. Like everybody loves fairy tale again. Yeah. Yeah, no one died. Everybody no that had died, died all well, just went back to not being dead. Yeah, besides future Lucy, future Rogue. Um, yes. And um before and, I, I talk, and Ultir question mark. <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna say before I talk about the last part, I want to say what happens to Ultir. Yeah. So um when they're on their way back to the grant to the magic to the guild hall, mm-hmm. um Gray ends up, they end up passing on a wagon, uh, this old lady, whatever. And Gray ends up getting this sense, like, I need to go talk to her. So he goes and talks to her and he finds out that it's old here. Um, she's super old because she basically sacrificed all her time to save it. And um, Gray is just like completely like over, overflowed yeah. with emotion because he's like, now, like, my master's daughter has to die. Like, was I not able to save both of you? Whatever. But like, she basically says, like, you know, this is what I get. Like, this is, I, I feel like I've repaid for my sins. And, yeah. and this, is, this is what it cost me. Like, it's okay. Like, I'm at peace, whatever. So she ends yeah. up dying as well. And uh, she sacrificed herself to save the him. world. At point. Him and the world. Yeah. yeah. Definitely him. I, I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, definitely him. Yeah. Um, and he knows so, it too, because even though he doesn't know that he was supposed to die, he feels like something is yeah. different, like something changed, and he felt like he was dead, and then all of a sudden wasn't, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it was an impactful moment. Yeah, um, and, then, and that's kind of it, right? That's pretty much it. And then you pretty much find out, find out that um, Tartaros, which is a dark guild, you start to hear that they're on the move. And that's pretty much leading into the next arc, the Tartarus mm-hmm. arc. Yeah. Um, it's a crazy arc. A lot mm-hmm. of stuff happens. It, it's a, yeah, it's just a very good arc. It's very it long is. as well, which is why we're going to end off the, the episode here at least. Yes. Um, but basically, the last point was Tartarus on the move, and it's becoming closer to be Zerif versus Fairytale because I believe, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, and that's, um, that's pretty much it. That's that was those four arcs. Um, I, again, I really had to uh, p- 
pick and choose what we're going to talk about for these arcs just because there's just so much information. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope that what I did pick and choose was, was good. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, again, I did leave out a lot of stuff. So even if you haven't, if you don't care about spoilers and you still want to watch it, there's still so much, especially in the Grand Magic games, still so mm-hmm. much that happens that will definitely get you like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I mentioned that. Like, so, yeah. you know, there is still things there that you can still be surprised about. But, and even honestly, even though we're talking about it, watching it is so much oh, different. Yeah. Like watching yeah. it all unfold and happen is so much different than just kind of hearing about it. So even even though we're kind of spoiling everything for you, you should still really watch this. If any of this is really oh, yeah. interesting you, you should watch it because it plays out so much better than we could tell it. But yeah, basically we're down to the last two big arcs, right? Or three big arcs. Yeah, the last, I would say two, two or three. Yeah, because Tartaros and then for sure the Alvarez Empire is the last one. And then the Thousand Year yeah. Quest doesn't happen in the anime yet, but yeah. that's well, kind we, of the future. Yeah. And may, there's also the two movies, but I don't know if we'll talk about those. Yeah, because the movies don't really take place. Like, they're not part of the main story arc. They happen, yeah. but they don't really add anything to the story arc. They're yeah. not canon. Yeah. But yeah, so that is our fairy tale episode nine. Four. Well, this podcast nine, but episode number four, series yeah. episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, I do hope you enjoyed it. Um, I, it took me several days to come up with, even though it's <laughs> just like minimum points. Like those arcs are long to read, so yeah. it took me a while. I will finish off uh, again. This next podcast that comes up will not be on fairy tale because there's just too much news to not talk about. Yeah, we don't want to um, fall too far behind on the news. Yeah. But the week, the podcast after that should be the fairy tale finale, and I will have everything ready by then. Yes. Um, a couple of things before we leave. Um, first thing is we still have our link for listeners, so you can leave a voicemail and possibly be featured in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it is anchor.fm forward slash Fanny Rose podcast forward slash message. We will leave a link as well. Mm-hmm. Please, in the show notes. Yeah, uh, please send us send us a message. Let us know how we're doing. Yeah, uh, send us about what anime you like, what you don't like. If you disagree with us, if you agree with us, uh, any criticism, you know, just talk yeah. to us. Yeah, just hear. let us know. Yeah, we want to hear you talk. We want to hear what you think. We want to hear what your favorite anime is because maybe it's something we haven't heard of, and exactly. we like we like listening and reading new new anime and manga so if you've got ideas if you've got cool anime that you've seen that you want us to hear about and maybe even eventually talk about on the show please leave us a voicemail let us know what you think i think it'll be good it's good for us because it gives us some feedback on the podcast and also it it lets us know what you guys like and maybe we can talk about that too because you guys are part of this big thing you know I, i i definitely will say that um uh i lost my train of thought okay yes uh the news <laughs> next week we'll have a lot of stuff that i have no like i've never heard of those anime so i've heard of them and i've never watched them before you know because i, I do want to provide i don't want to just provide news based on what i like or what jerry likes. Yeah. i want to be open so like you know if you don't like any anime we like but you like other types of genres of anime mm-hmm. i still want to be able to cater to Yes, well. anime in general, because it is a it's a huge library and there's always stuff happening every day, new stuff's coming up. And just because, yeah, so we'd like to, Ricky wants to be more like 
cover all of his bases if he can. And that's kind of yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So again, a lot of news coming up for the next podcast. Um, what we will talk about in regards to like the topic of the, I don't know. I haven't decided that yet. Probably decided the day of stay tuned. Um, yeah. But we do also want to say we do finally have a Gmail. Yes. That you all can send emails to as well. If you don't want to mm-hmm. leave your voice, it is fanime bros podcast at gmail.com. Simple. Um, we will also leave it in the show notes again, mm-hmm. please. If you want to let us know anything or talk about anything, just send us an email. Um, and we can definitely, you know, make a certain time during the podcast to talk about the emails and stuff. Um, Indeed. Yeah. So those are the two things. Uh, also, please. Uh, I don't know when you're streaming, Jerry, but I don't know if you want to plug your stream. Sure. Um, so my I have been kind of busy with real life stuff going on, but uh, I still plan on streaming here and there. I want to uh, my schedule for now is going to be Monday nights at 730 Central. Um, I'm currently streaming Astroneer. So if you've never seen that game, it's actually really cool. It's cool for kids, cool for adults. It it's a lot it's of a fun. Um, check it out. Um, I will be streaming at uh, twitch.tv slash dark element X underscore. That's my channel. Yeah, so. Drop on in, uh, and if you've discovered us from the podcast, please let him know during the stream. Like, hey, yeah, I'll give you a shout out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, and if you, if you would be generous, I mean, give him a sub too. That's yeah, you know. a follow. I'll take a follow, follow. You know, anything, anything that uh, if you like the content, because I'm I'm just a very casual streamer guy. I like to I like to play the game and kind of just talk to people, show you how to play it, and then just you know engage, see what people are doing, seeing how life is treating everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, um, I believe that's it. Um, Yep. I think this is the longest podcast by far. So far, yeah. Uh, It'll definitely be one that you can uh, cut into pieces and listen, you know, Mm -hmm. throughout the day. But um, as always, it was a blast to talk about all this stuff. Um, I can't wait for the next episode. And yeah, hopefully. uh, Hopefully on Tuesday, like we mentioned before, we'll try to aim for Tuesday, but life gets in the way sometimes and we might have to push it back. But we will we will record one for the week. Yes. And um, yeah, uh, hopefully it'll be a good one. A lot of news coming up. And yeah, we hope you have an excellent day, um, an excellent week, because I don't know when you're listening to this, but we hope you stay safe. And uh, yeah, stay golden. And uh, what is that? Quote you always say. Well, first you gotta you gotta sign us oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm your co-host Rick, and I'm Jerry, and we will catch you all in the next episode. And remember, folks, keep calm and anime on. There you go.